0: Well, words have their place, but actions often speak louder than words. And how loving are you toward your spouse? I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley, who run our marriage department here at Focus on the Family. And we're going to hear now from Chris and Jenny Graby. They host a podcast called The Rhythm of Us, which is also the title of a book they wrote. And uh, Chris and Jenny joined Jim Daly and me in the studio to talk about God's love and how that can motivate you to serve your spouse.
1: Yeah, another positive rhythm that you have in the book is service. I, I mean, I think everybody gets that, but practically, how does that work in your marriage?
2: Well, it's so important, right? And, you know, of the five rhythms, just so people know, like, you know, we've been married almost 18 years, but in the grand scheme of things, that's not that long. So, Although
1: you'll notice young people go, 18 years? I know. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> how I'm have you proud done of it? that? I'm, Wait till you say 35. Yeah, 35. Yeah. <laughs> how long Whoa. have you guys been? No, almost
0: 38. Okay. Yeah,
2: so, you know, awesome. you know, and... We, we really tried to sit with couples who've been married 50 years, 60 years, and mm-hmm. learn from them in writing this book. So the five oh, rhythms that we landed on are not only true of our marriage, we try and practice them, but they're also true across the board yeah. in these couples that we admire who've been not just married for decades, but in love with each other for decades. Those kind of couples that you go, oh my gosh, how do you still have that? I want that. What are those common five rhythms? So that's where the rhythms came from. But but this rhythm of serving was true across the board. And they would all tell us, that's where you start is serving each other. It's, it's so important to get your eyes off of yourself and to see your spouse. You know, we just all wake up every morning and instinctively think of our own needs. That's just human nature. That's the way that we are. And it takes a lot of intentionality and practice to learn to see in a different way.
1: I think it's the whole purpose of marriage, actually, to become selfless. Yeah. Because whose character is that it's yeah, God's it's Jesus, character? Right? Yeah, that's <laughs> so, what he does. I mean, I think he created the institution of marriage to yeah. teach us this yes, point, and then for we sure. just blow right through it. Well, I think the beauty of the way we kind of postured these five rhythms is it everything that we're trying to say. Hey, learn this rhythm with your spouse. Comes from relationship with Christ, yeah. right? Right. We should speak words of life to Christ, like in our prayer, in our worship. You know, when we're serving, it, we're serving the Lord, right? So ultimately, it's a great way to express what He's doing through us to our spouse. But you know, serving the rhythm of serving is not the one everyone's going to run to the book and go, "Ooh, <laughs> let me read." It's this not the chapter. sexiest one, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just definitely not. That kind of says it all, right there. Yeah, right? yeah. You <laughs> know <here laughs> your yeah. comment about selfishness. Oh I think yeah. For us, the way it kind of plays out for us is. I think, you know, after a few years, we start to recognize, okay, there's certain things she just, does not it's really hard for her to do there's certain things that I don't love to do I mean can I do the laundry yes I'll do the laundry but she doesn't mind so for me we talk about in the book like wait a second you don't mind yeah I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just checking go yeah, ahead
2: well we all have our least favorite choice right? <laughs> right you know
1: right hers is does not want she does not want to stick her hand in a dirty sink with dishes so okay. I don't mind that. I was a server for years I put my hand in plenty of mashed potatoes perfect. it's the perfect strangers right <laughs> so I've got five kids you can imagine how gross our sink can get at times yeah. right so we serve each other in that way, and those are just the practical things of life, but a thing for us that we learned you know, a few years ago, well, it was probably 15 years ago, you know, we early on in our marriage decided, Jenny's going to stay home with our kids, you know, she's going to stay home with our kids, I'll go out and and work. And so by Thursday, she would kind of hit this wall. And we just kind of said, okay, what's a way that I can serve her? Having my ears and eyes attuned to what's going on in her life, how can I serve her? And so uh, we decided, hey, Fridays, you just leave, go out into the world, I'll watch what however many There's kids home. we have yeah. at home at the time. <laughs> I'll work from home. We'll make it work. And then what happened was she goes out into the world. A few hours later, she's walking through the trees. She's doing her thing. She's like, I love you guys so much. Like she just <laughs> needs a little more. She just comes yeah, back. Yeah, that's good. You that's gotta good. fill
2: your tank back up. While we're yeah. there,
1: and John's gonna mention how to get a copy of the book in just a moment, but we're talking about the speaking life and service for your spouse. What are the others just quickly before John jumps S- in here?
2: Slowing down, <laughs> being present, um, seeking adventure. And staying in awe.
0: Greg, I loved hearing from Chris and Jenny and that example they had of Chris giving Jenny a night off from watching the kids. I tried to do that, and it was kind of fun for a while. I get how much work that is. Uh, It really is important, though, for us husbands to look for ways to serve our wives out of our comfort zone. I, I, this is where I tend to go, is I tend to serve her in my comfort zone. And I think God's saying, no, do something that isn't so comfortable. What do you think? Oh, I love that.
3: I love the heart behind that. I think one of the keys, though, is to understand an important qualifier. So if, if I approach Aaron like, hey, I want to give you the, the the night off, or hey, I want to I help you do this, it can almost come across as – This stuff is really your responsibility. Like, kids, that's really your responsibility Mm -hmm. or... You know, this thing, you know, cooking is your responsibility, but I want to help tonight out of the goodness of my heart. It's just it's an important piece that we don't frame it such that we're saying, you Aaron, you really own this, so I'm just gonna give you the night off, but when you come back, you'll be back on and and you keep dealing with all that. Yeah, that
0: doesn't remove any mm-hmm. load from That's your mean, shoulders,
3: oh. does no, it? No. No.
4: I hear about that all the time, especially from stay at home moms who they're at home too. Care for children and as well as household responsibilities. But they don't want to be alone in it. They want yeah. team they want to have a team.
0: This is where when I come in at night, it's really vital that I offer to set the table or just do it. Or I, I very naturally am more and more just picking up the table and putting stuff away. Dina's been a stay-at-home mom, taking care of six kids. She's done more than her share of that kitchen stuff. But if I start getting up to do that, she joins me, kind of to your point. It's a team thing. Yeah, let's do it's, this it's together. It's a shared thing because it's time together. I think that's the point you were making, right, Greg? It, it
3: really is because it's. it was an important moment in our marriage when that paradigm shift happened that that I realized, you know, the times I'll come home to help serve. I mean, truly from a great place of loving Erin, of wanting to help her in any way, but... Really, my attitude was, this is really yours, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to assist you, versus I really try to approach our marriage that all of it is all of our... I mean, we, me, Aaron, we we all are 100% responsible for the state of our marriage, for the state of our family, all of that. So there there needs to be a co-ownership, not a, this is yours, this is mine. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love... Then in Galatians 6 2, where it says bear one another's burdens. So I think even taking this idea of how can I really take ownership and make sure Aaron understands that we're in this together mm-hmm. is is to apply and practice that Galatians 6 2, which says to bear one another's burdens. Well, mm-hmm. the word bear means to support. Or to remove. So there there are things that that Aaron has taken on within our family that I can always come alongside her and go, Hey, how can I best support you right now? Mm -hmm. How can I help? But but not from a place of it's yours, it's it's ours, but but she's the one executing, she's the one that's doing it. Or you actually remove that thing. Mm -hmm. So it means to support or to remove. So there's been times that I've gone to Aaron. And I've just said, "Hey, you know we we've divide out certain household you know responsibilities. I mean you have to, and I've asked her, you know of the things that that you've kind of taken on." Is there any that you're like I hate this the most? Like uh, I'm just tired of it, and and she will say, you know, well, you know, the this or or that, and I'll go, you know, what then? Then for this season, let let me own that.
0: It, it's pretty vital, Aaron, don't you think? For whichever spouse is being served, uh, in this case, we're talking about husbands serving their wives. To let go then of that thing, because <laughs> I like I've been don't, in group conversations don't that until
3: John unpacks why well, just, he's asking. That I'm just question. thinking about conversations with guys They're where, the the words, guy, if I'm gonna say, "Hey, let me take that on for you to let me do it without you," then Got without it. interference. Yes. Or, Thank you. This yes. is a conversation yeah. I've had yes. <laughs> more than once with some guys where the guy tries
0: and it's not good enough, and mm-hmm. so basically, what's or the it would point? done the way she would want yeah. it. Or, the term yeah. I like
4: around it. this stuff is what is the minimal. Acceptable standard. Ooh,
3: I like which that.
0: which many men should aspire to, right? Exactly. I mean, what's I, the minimum? What's the acceptable standard <laughs> yeah. for our family?
4: Yeah. I would say in this. I taught her that. Yeah.
0: As yeah. As and as I'm well. joking, but it's it's a good mm-hmm. point. Yes. Yeah.
4: So, in that way, when I give Greg a task or ask him to support me in a task, that we have agreed upon what is the acceptable standard here, the minimum because I'm probably going to have the maximum in some areas. He's going to have the maximum in other areas, but it's allowing room for both. Mm -hmm. But I would say one of the biggest things in all of this is really being there when your spouse needs you, especially a, a husband for a wife, because there's this deep question in each of us. Are you going to be there for me in my time of need? Mm. And so the need could be as simple as I am totally overwhelmed. I would say I had to give this, this Proverbs 31 talk about two weeks ago, and my computer crashed. I lost the talk multiple times, and I was working prior to leaving, and I was trying to prepare everything to get out of town, and I was completely overloaded, and my husband saw that. Mm. He noticed me, which means he's watching, and that's something that women wives want. They want to know that their husband sees them, and he was like, you know what? Let me take this, and I'll prepare your PowerPoint and your handout. I was like, oh, my word, in my time of need, that could not have spoken more to my heart, Mm. and he did that. And those are the kind of things just watch, just keep your eyes open, yeah. and this is for wives too mm-hmm. for for watching husbands. Yeah. you know what How can you step in and support? Yeah
0: so husbands, keep your eyes on your wife, uh, make sure that you 're paying attention to her needs. look for ways to serve her and to encourage you along the way. Uh, Get a copy of the book from Chris and Jenny Graby called The Rhythm of Us, Creating the Thriving Marriage You Long For. We've got that here at Focus on the Family. We're making it available for a donation of any amount to the ministry of Focus. Uh, Help us reach out around the world through podcasts like this, through all the great resources we have. Be a part of the support team, and we'll send that book to you, The Rhythm of Us. We also have a free online marriage assessment that you can take. Uh, over a million individuals have completed that, and it addresses areas like communication and finances, physical intimacy, and more. Uh, that's free, and we're going to link over to that in the show notes as well. Next time, the Grabies will address how to communicate about adventure with your spouse. And uh, for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.